Welcome, everyone, to Mystery, a podcast about myths and history. I am one of your hosts, Bryant, with my permanent guest, Cammy. Hello, Cammy. Hello, Bryant. How are you? I am excellent. How are you doing? Fantastic. Thank you. I'm glad to hear. I feel very radio-y right now because Kinley had drama for the first time today, and they were doing vocal exercises like uh, Unique New York and all that, and I, my uh-huh. my like high school theater came out, so I was like, te- I was behind like her little camera, and I was like, here's some tricks, red leather, yellow leather, <laughs> so I'm very, I feel very enunciated right now. Um, so you don't do that every time? No. <laughs> no, no, I'm just like, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh <laughs> Welcome, everyone, though. As I've said before, uh, Mystery, if if you're just joining us, you just turned us on. Well, first of all, you came at a great time. We're a year into this business. It's been fantastic. What we do on the show is Cammie and I are myth and history enthusiasts. We like to grab random tales and legends wherever we find them, however we find them. We, we like to give you the story as best we can, as you'll see today. <laughs> And then we like to talk about it as best we can. So today's subject's a little tricky because it ain't Hercules. It's it's not some <laughs> dude trying to kill people or a, a mothman of, of the sorts. We're talking about – we're going to ancient Egypt, which we've done almost a year ago in October when we talked about mummies. That's mummies like as in not my mum, but as in the ancient uh, practice of you know ancient Egypts. Anyway, you, you know what I'm saying. So – we decided to talk about the Scorpion King, um, or, or I had the idea, <laughs> regretfully almost, but we've committed ourselves to this, and it's it's going to be fun, I think. Uh, Cammy can, can, will kind of explain how she was able to source the story, but y- you probably know the, I don't know, 2004 film or whatever it was that Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, starred in. Fun fact that according to Wikipedia, that was like his first lead role. So that's what really sparked his career. And I, I think I saw it, I don't know, probably like on FX at 2 a.m. when I was in high school or something like that. I, I caught it on TV. But that's it's a spinoff of the the Mummy series with Brendan Fraser. Those are fun films. I think I've only seen the first one. Kyle, my girlfriend loves them though. Uh, and, and it was an interesting spinoff. I know that According to Wikipedia, they've made five of them, including one two years ago. They've just been going and going. I have not seen those. Uh, Kate, did you ever see any any of those? I I'm sure I I remember something about scarabs. Oh yeah, but it could have been another movie. That was I don't know. that was the I think that was the mummy. Um, I, the first one. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm pretty sure that yeah, was I would have the been mummy. Yeah, probably about old enough to have wanted to see it then. Yeah, and they were pretty good. It was like Indiana Jonesy a little bit. Yeah, it was it, like it's. Um, I I guarantee you when they were making like Nathan Drake's character for the Uncharted games, they looked mm-hmm. to to Brendan Fraser's character because it was like it was uh, a little more witty and fun. It, it was Indiana Jonesy, but like just a little different. Um, but it was still kind of set in that past. National Treasure kind of fell in that same thing. For yeah, me. yeah, that's a good they one felt too. Very similar. Oh, Nicholas Cage! Don't even mention him right now. I can't handle it. <laughs> but yes, yeah. So anyway, this is the this nice long introduction into to prelude Cammy's story is just because the the movie it's lucky because it has a lot of well you'll learn in a minute but it there's not a lot there. It turns out we don't have a ton of stuff from 3200 BC or or three whatever it is from really really long time ago from like ancient ancient Egypt we we don't have a lot of material surprisingly but but there is some cool stuff 
So, Cammy, you've prepared something for us. Please regale us with, you know, and we should say King Scorpion, I think is the best way to say yes. it. Yeah. So please tell us about King Scorpion. Okay, so I'll go over my sources. I use the Narmer palette. It's literally a tablet with pictures on it. There's no words. It's not really even hieroglyphic. Sort of. It's not even, pretty much. It's not even like uh, hieroglyphics as we kind of think of them. Right. It's literal pictures. It's, It's a piece of art that is also a document to kind of talk about this man's life. Yeah. And I also use journeytoegypt.com, the Narmer palette, because they had archaeologists look at it and kind of explain what this might have been in history that they have proof of. Mm-hmm. And then I also watched a video, History <laughs> Time on YouTube, that was the name of the show, The Scorpion King and the Battle for Egypt. In the days before the kings came, Many men ruled the tribes of Egypt. They used the moon to track time, so their years passed more quickly than those who used the sun. And those years passed once the fertile land over lower Egypt became barren and dry, and the people moved closer to the Nile to feed themselves and their crops. The tribes all descended on the same land, which caused strife between them. The dangers grew greater, too. All of the animals, ferocious in nature, came to live near the flowing river. It was a dangerous time. The tribes, their their rules, their rulers fought for territory, while the people longed for a more peaceful existence. This went on for 20,000 of their years. No one human could bring, through war or peace, a compromise among the people. Until one being, more God than man, stood among them. He organized battles like no one before him. He made war into a ritual. He sacrificed his enemies to the great scorpion goddess, and she showed him victory in his trials. She brought him the gift that would allow him to control all of the people in not only Lower Egypt, but Upper Egypt as well, until all of the tribes would become one kingdom. She gave him the power to control the Nile, and control he did. The god Horus took note of the man who would be king, and fettered his enemies, so that he might strike them down with ease. Six thousand men he captured with the help of the god. Many men fled to other lands to escape his wrath. And with the aid of the gods, this man was transformed into a beast. In the shape of a bull, he broke down the towers and gates protecting Lower Egypt. He stormed every village, cut down every king, reigned over every man, until he wore two crowns. But what good is war if it does not cease? What good is a kingdom if it is still fighting its own new land? The people of Upper Egypt and the people of Lower Egypt were like two giraffes ever intertwined in war. So he sent his diplomats to make peace among the people, and they did. For he who wore two crowns ruled the Nile, and he who rules the Nile rules Egypt. Ooh, that was yeah. so good. So Thanks. so two crowns, uh, like we're talking like the upper and lower Egypt, is that? Like- yeah, so on the tablet, and I don't know how they got this mm-hmm. because there's I didn't see any colors on the tablet, but maybe they tested it for paint or something. Sure. But he was wearing a, a red crown. And a white crown oh. on, on either side. There was like a crown on either side. And, and back then, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's... Yeah, that, that was upper and lower, lower Egypt. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's that's a big deal, too, in the in this period from what we have. And that's – so to preface everything, that's sort of – this this all takes place in, in pre-dynastic – in the pre-dynastic period, 
which is is recorded to sort of be around 6,000 to 3150 BCE. Evidence kind of dictates that that might be different, but we're pretty darn far back here. And so it, it is incredibly difficult to know for sure what's going on. And, and, and I, I say this a lot, so forgive me if, if you're a, a recurring listener, but I, I like to, when, I, when we research this stuff, I like to kind of hit like the parts of history. I, I like to have a map in my head of history and kind of understand when things are. And I remember when I was a kid, I, I could not, you know, they, they, when you think of Cleopatra, you, you think of the sphinxes and stuff like that. And, but it's, that's not right. You know, the, the parts of Egypt, Egypt's been around for a really long time and the way that the dynasties have been has changed. But, and, you know, and, and, and Cleopatra was around the time of, of the Romans uh, and things like that. So, this this is obviously a really long time ago. Uh, this is before re- recorded history as we know it. And and like Cami said, the, whatever you do find, it wasn't like discernible hieroglyphs. It was it w- it was just what it was. The, these tablets and things like that. And funny enough, so my source, my, my ancientorigins.net, I've used for a handful of things, and they really came through on this one. They've got a a fantastic write up um, as well as Wikipedia, but their write up was was great and really gave me uh, sort of the, the full picture of, of what you need to know. So when when you think of King Scorpion, again, that's their name. That's kind of what it would have been. It wouldn't have been the Scorpion King. It, it would have really been King Scorpion, although Scorpion King kind of sounds cooler. But King Scorpion, there was essentially two of them. Um, and it's great, too, because when you look at, like, any of these web pages, like, on Wikipedia and stuff, everything, like, you know, Wikipedia will have the reign, predecessor, successor, born, burial, everything's got a question mark. It's just like, I don't know, like, maybe. Uh. So um, these there's there's two reported king scorpions, though, during this this ancient period. And really, scorpion, the, the second is the one who who that's who Cammy was talking about. That's the one who got some stuff done. Uh, really, the first one we just have a, a few things. Um, there isn't really a lot of evidence beyond them, and in fact, like uh, from I don't know if it's ancient origins or it must have been. Uh, it talks about how uh, archaeologists for some time would see references to this stuff, but actually thought that this 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 person king scorpion was like some sort of a legend was a, was a myth of some kind and and wasn't real at all but then they that mm. was very interesting when i was researching yeah. is i mean there isn't anything there really isn't anything that we can look at yeah. but other than like this tablet there's one other like picture on a wall somewhere but we don't even know that it was a myth. Like we don't, sure. we don't have the myth, and we don't have the that's, history. Like we don't have either one. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess that's that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So it, it even it could this could be a mythological event. The you know it it could be like what we've talked about in like the case of euhemerism, where maybe similar events happened, and then the peoples of the time put put the whatever the unification and and made up the story. So yeah, it's it's true to say like we really don't know. If these people were around, if there was a King Scorpion, this is just based off of a handful of things, literally, that we've got, and mainly being this tablet, um, that's that's really it. Uh, the Narmer uh, palette is what it's called, or tablet, um, is, is the main thing as well. So the, the, the King Scorpion the first, 
um, is reported to have lived around uh, thinnest around 3200 BC. And the second one was one to 200 years later. And they're not even really sure if they're related. The The, the connection there is in the imagery. There, there's just a, a dude and there's a scorpion like around them. And I think there's also like an eagle uh, or hawk, excuse me, a hawk above the scorpion as well. Yeah, the, the bird represents Horus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Um, so the, uh, an example of the existence of the first king or scorpion king in Egypt comes from a rock panel found at, uh, Jabal Jatau in Southeast of Abydos, uh, known as the scorpion tableau. Uh, the series of drawings suggest the victory of the scorpion king over another ruler. Um, and I, I know that there's some imagery that suggests that they conquered, or, or fought over um, the Nubians, which was another ancient Egyptian society. They're really cool. They actually were just added. I, I've played the Sid Meier Civilization series, and um, they have Amanatore, who is a famed ruler of the Nubians. Um, and they're really cool, like ancient Egypt civilization. They had their own unique pyramids and things like that. And and uh, sadly, most of their stuff was like ransacked by the time it got to modern archaeology. But it, it, we have like the ransacked tomb of Queen Amanatore. And so we don't have anything in it, but we're like, hey, that, that's the tomb that had that did have things of hers in there. Um, but the the this tomb um, in Abydos is believed to be one of the oldest tombs that they've um uh, ever looked into and it contains evidence for ancient wine and this ivory scepter and i think that's sort of how they date this during this with a 3000 year grace period um for the most part but that's what they they kind of believe um they they was that the figged wine i don't know it's just as ancient wine in my notes okay. it might have been figged i might have cut a corner um the the archaeologists like to refer to this as dynasty zero being a pre-dynastic period Again, like because we don't have a direct uh, connection, and they actually think that the the second Scorpion King would have been one to two hundred years later. I mean, it's unlikely that you'd be uh, you know, Scorpion the first would be great 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 grandpa still kicking around that time. So it it, it doesn't the dynasty confers with the traditional familiar rule and a writing set, which this area just did not have. It didn't have a writing set that was traditional. It didn't have familiar rule. It was just these peoples were chilling. They, you know, civilization was starting to form. We're right before, at, you know, civilization as we know it in ancient Egypt, rocking around the Nile, um, doing fun stuff. Uh, from the imagery, they believe he was a warrior and a politician. And the, that there's um, icon or iconography or imagery that helps us think that he helped the cult of uh, Bastet. Do you know who Bastet is off the top of your head? Uh, no, it, but it sounds like that, the the other name for the devil, and I can't remember that. Oh, really? Basmot or something? Oh, yeah, like sure. Um, well, it's, it's an Egyptian goddess of home, domesticity, women's secrets, cats, fertility, and childbirth. So it's it's a very maternal sort of thing, but there was a cult dedicated- So the devil. <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, women's secrets. Um, so yeah, th there's, there's imagery that kind of helps us believe that- the the cult of Bastet would have been like woohoo women's secrets uh, at the time, and so that's Scorpion the Oneth. That's 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 pretty much all we've got. Um, it 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 does look like Scorpion number one did have some sort of unification involved, but other like the Scorpion's tomb. Um, there, there's that's it. That's all we really have. 
is just we've got a couple things uh, related to it. But the second Scorpion, a couple hundred years later, that's where we've got a little bit more going on um, where there's a little bit more archaeological evidence, ivory tags, uh, rock and vessel inscriptions. And uh, what's really cool is to there's a huge section on it in Wikipedia. They, they kind of talk about a Mesopotamian influence during this time period. So there's like uh, like a, a, a cultural transfer of items from Egypt into Mesopotamia through trade routes. And this happened during that period. So you think if they were trading, things must have been doing all right enough for for things that were native to this period in, in Egypt to have made it all the way up to Mesopotamia is pretty rad. Uh, the, the exact, so Scorpion the Oneth, we, we got his tomb. Scorpion the Tooth don't really have his uh, tomb because they don't know. You're cracking me up with these names. <laughs> I was, it's Kinley. <laughs> Kinley started this because she, we were talking about uh, the 1st of September and we were looking at our new calendar and she's like, oh, it's the, it'll be the Oneth of the month tomorrow. Um, so I've been saying Oneth and Tooth and stuff with her. Uh, helping her never to have a proper vocabulary. Uh, but the, so the, the tomb of Scorpion the second isn't well known uh, or isn't known, I should say, as like we have for the first one. So we we don't have it quite well, the, this, this excavation period. I mean, hopefully as more and more is uncovered and as, you know, they've got like advanced thermal imaging, you know, they can – see thing like they, they can see the layers of the cities as they go through hopefully we can find some more stuff but uh scorpion the second there, there's well we have some more evidence from that period there's just more things that sort of seem um disputed so it, the the things that do depict uh king scorpion the second though do kind of have regular like uh, kingly fashion, like Pharaoh iconography and stuff like that. So he was really, I think, a pre- precursor to the Pharaohs. And in fact, like we're, we're, we're on the cusp or this is the penultimate ruler once we, before we do get into kind of like traditional rule and Pharaohism where a natural language will be formed, familiar rule and things like that. Um, King Scorpion II is also depicted with lots of gods. Like that, that's the, the more and more gods are included, kind of like how your uh, story um, suggested. And Ancient Origins even suggest or, uh, rec- or uh, discusses how this could be Pharaoh Narmer, um, the, the Pharaoh, who who was a Pharaoh who could have been around anywhere between uh, 3,273 and 2987 BC. So he, he was in the early dynastic period. He was a ruler. Now, and on if you go to the King Scorpion II's Wikipedia page, successor followed by a question mark says Narmer. So either way, they could have been the same person. They they if not, they would have been pretty much back to back in in this time period. So it's tough to to discern if they are different people and kind of what exactly they did. Um, they are hopeful that the tomb of King Scorpion II is you know, still covered up by golden sands. Uh, hopefully they could jump, like I said, find something out. But that's it. That's the Scorpion King. That's how they made a hit franchise for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And I and I, it makes sense that they would be able to because we don't know anything. We have these really cool like right. You get the freedom to make it exactly. Up. Yeah, yeah. You get these little bits and bobs, and then you just kind of glue it all together. Um, it's just kind of wild, like it, how we can even tell so much from a 
stone tablet with a picture of a scorpion. You're like, I mean, that that's really what kind of changed it is a, a tablet with a scorpion and a hawk above it. That's that's really what what did it. Um, but yeah, that's that's really it. There, there's some cool things here. I, I think what's just really awesome though, and and what to kind of remember is if if you when you hear about Scorpion King stuff. Just know that this is – so ho- hopefully within the next 20 years or whatever, they'll find the Tomb of King, King Scorpion II and Yahoo News somehow will be around and it'll it'll email you and say like, hey, archaeologists have discovered the Tomb of King Scorpion II. And you as a listener of our show will go, oh, 3200 BC. I'm so glad that they finally found that. Maybe I can find out a little more. So <laughs> that's that's what the takeaway is here is – we really everything is super speculative uh but there is some concrete evidence and and the more we get the more they kind of narrow it down but this is just cool because this is this is before Egypt kind of as we know it this is you know the the before the civilization really started to form and it's important because there was the upper and lower parts they were separated this they it was a tumultuous relationship and these this period is when it came together and probably is what ushered, ushered in the ability to have a, a set pharaoh and a language and and things like that and and basically for civilization to form there as as it did so no cami you did a fantastic job in turning uh water to wine or or what is it squeezing blood from a rock isn't that it um what's the old adage yeah you did as well because there wasn't much on your end (laughs) yeah i know like i said i i don't know i never really knew almost anything about egypt uh unless i it was from civilization and they just throw cleopatra at you for the most part but it's really cool to sort of see a little bit more on this i even i started looking into a bit on narmer there is a lot more on narmer but that's its own episode i think um we could, we we definitely can and should revisit more of ancient Egypt. Probably will through like the gods, and that's I think that's the cool thing. King the Scorpion King stuff could totally be fake. Like it could totally be a myth. King Narmer or Pharaoh Narmer. Once the the dynasty and the the actual dynasty started, they could have been like, how uh, Uncle Narmer? How did the you unify? Well, great grandpa Scorpion flew down on a hawk and stung everyone with his scorpion tail and they were like well i guess we'll unify so it, it could it could be a cool instance of of that he scorpion king scorpion could totally be fake but um oh and i the last thing i mentioned too the scorpion connection scorpions are really treasured there um the goddess Serket uh is a goddess of medicine magic and nature and animals according to wikipedia and that that's likely sort of the connection again we're, we, you know we have the trickles of these gods they're they're not quite as developed as they would be really in in the next few like in the next thousand years as as we would understand them but um again that's what's really cool this is like the kindling of it all this is like the romulus and ramus kind of of this great civilization that would be the the cradle of of humanity in a lot of ways and and would would feed the greeks and romans for a very long time thanks to their ability to make lots of grains if you didn't know that that's well, Egypt was really important for that. They would. You should have led with that. I know. Yeah. No. That it's I, all my history books that I or, or stories that I listen to. 
they always talk about how if you if you got Egypt, you got food, and if you take so when when like uh, Muslim invaders took over Egypt, the people in Italy were like, "How are we gonna eat now? I don't know. <laughs> how are we gonna get grain?" Um, but yeah, so Cami, thanks again, everyone. We hope you liked this. Uh, let us know if you know anything. If you know where the tomb of King King Scorpion is, you, uh, the second, not the first. Uh, that's really important. But let us know what you think. Let us know if you have any suggestions for future episodes. We're in the new, the end of September now. This is when when this will air. So get ready for spoopathons coming in October. We're really excited. This is a cool way to kind of ramp up to that. But uh, follow us on Facebook. Um, you can make all your suggestions there. Like us, subscribe, watch this on YouTube if you'd like. Uh, see Kimmy and I look at each other's computer screens. Um, yeah, I think that just about does it, right? I think that's it. Awesome. Well, everyone, we will see you next time. Oh. oh.